I'm joined by Bangar Dance Theatre's Artistic Director, Frances Rings, to explore her journey with uh, the dance company in her first year as Artistic Director and most importantly explore Yuldea, her latest work that debuted at Sydney Opera House back in June and currently touring uh, the country. Welcome to NITV Radio again, uh, Frances. Oh, thank you, Bertrand. Thanks for having me. Your work, Yuldea, debuted uh, back in June at the Opera House. Uh, yep, that's right. A lot of applause. And it's touring the country very soon, actually hitting Melbourne. How is uh, Yuldea travelling? It's been really great. We opened at the Opera House and then we took it to Nanawa Country in Canberra and then I uh, just got back from Ghana Yurta, down in Adelaide. We're about to go up to Mianjin. And then so looking forward to bringing it back to Nam. So, it, yeah, it's doing its its main stage tour. But, look, the dancers are all fit and strong and been doing amazing performances, great responses from audiences and community. And recently in Adelaide, we were able to bring a lot of community from Yalata and from the far west coast of South Australia. And that was a really important performance because... Um, you know, they were the community who um, we consulted with to tell this work. Yeah, great to have, you know, my family from the far west coast as well be able to come and see the work and, you know, um, and share that with them. I think there was a lot of pride and, yeah, a lot of, it was a special performance to have them there. Yeah, yeah. so we have to actually remind our listeners that uh, Yolda is about... Uh, uh, by creating this piece, you wanted to choreograph and create a piece that is inspired by your family's connection to country and uh, deeply ceremonial dance of uh, history and heritage. The story is it's a important story because, for me personally, because it's connected to my family, not only through my mother's side. My mother was born very close to that area of Fildia. Um She was born in a place called Fridinga Rockhole, which is not not far from there, but also my father worked on the railway. So, you know, that story intersects. Um, my grandmother frequented Yildia and um, met Daisy Bates out there. And But look, this is an important story about, you know, one of the most uh, important Aboriginal sites in Australia. Yildil Guppy is the traditional name for the site. It's a ancient water soak on the edge of the Nullarbor. It's situated on the traditional lands of the Gugatha people. Yeah, this water soak, it was the epicentre of a sophisticated and dynamic cultural life in trade, in ceremony, law, kinship, a site of permanent water, which is very rare out there in those arid areas, and, uh, but also was a site that was impacted by the construction of the Transcontinental Railway Line, which was completed in 1917 and the two halves of the railway line were joined together at Uldia siding and uh, within 20 years of the railway line being completed it had been exhausted of all water from you know an ancestral soak that had sustained cultural life for thousands of years. There's many historical events that uh, have impacted on the life of that important site, um, the railway line being one of them. Uh, there were um, missionaries and the workers, railway workers who lived out there who also 
impacted on the site and on the the landscape, cutting down, you know, the trees and stuff and um you know, that affected the movement of the sand dunes and the frequent sandstorms that would come through there. Many missionaries that came through daisy boats, as I mentioned before, but also you can't tell this important story without mentioning the impact of the atomic testing at Maralinga. And this was really the final kind of, you know, act of displacement that really impacted on Indigenous people and their ability to live out there. And, um, yeah, there was forced removal and displacement after that. And, um, yeah, tribes, families, communities were separated and displaced. It was a very traumatic time for the community and for the people. Most people would uh, celebrate the arrival of the railway as uh, progress, development, and all these uh, Mm -hmm. dreams of uh, modern life. But uh, the impact on the people, on the environment, is just uh, catastrophic. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, the industrialization of our nation, unifying um, our nation and federation, this was uh, an important part to that story, was that uh, for WA, Western Australia, to join the rest of the eastern states, it was promised a railway line. Um, and, you know, one construction camp started in Casualty in the west and the other in Port Augusta in South Australia, and they met at that site. You know, it's a story about progress, industrialization, one of our greatest engineering feats, but, you know, it came at a cost, and that cost was carried by Indigenous people, by the land, and by this. Um, this important site that was so rich and, you know, like I said before, it was the epicenter. And still, the old people still carry the fragments of those memories of that place. And part of our role at Bangara is telling these stories and giving voice to elders and to community that those stories aren't forgotten and that we put those stories in the public consciousness that we're aware, that the public are aware it's our role as truth tellers to be able to use our platform to do that, but the consequences of those actions are never forgotten. It centers those stories in the now and there's a sense of remembering those experiences, the light and the shadow of our experiences and um, being able to walk with our elders on their journey of healing when these stories are told and how we can support them in moving forward and growing. And, you know, it's been... It's been remarkable, people saying, I I never knew that this happened, I never knew of this site. And um, I mean, we always hope that we learn about these things in school and, you know, that those two stories to Australia is told and that the experiences of First Nations people um, is that side to the story and that perspective is told that, you know... um, very rarely we have to search it out and you know it's that's why it's important um you know that bangara and our role and we use our platform to be able to make sure that um that these stories are told and you know um we give insight into that but also we promote an understanding and and learn from those you know experiences there are impacts and those impacts are still being felt today and the worst thing is these uh, stories are never told. People don't even know about Maralinga, let alone uh, Yulde, the epicenter of uh, all these, uh, the, the convergence of so many 
colonial yeah. enterprises that uh, triggered so much trauma and so much uh, devastation on uh, people and land. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, that's, that's a travesty in itself that one of the most devastating events to happen on our soil and affected Indigenous people so deeply and traumatically that those events are not, people don't know about them. They're not told. Um, you have to search them out. That's just not good enough. And this is why it's so important that our stories um, are really uh, out there, that um, we um, use our position, whatever that be, um, and whatever um, opportunity uh, we have to be able to create change. And there is a weight and a responsibility in carrying this and in telling these stories, but it's also a responsibility for all Australians to be aware of this and to know the true history of our country, of colonisation, of settlement and encroachment, of decisions that were made, not with Indigenous people, um, but just done to them and impacted on them. They had no voice. They were faceless. They were nameless. And, you know, when we tell these stories, we never forget them. And we put their stories now in our public consciousness. And I think for young people, there's this sense of ensuring that those stories don't get forgotten, that they still keep being passed on. You know, for those communities out there that have been impacted and people and elders, there's also a sense of pride, even though these events have been devastating. They can't break family and kinship. They can't break people's connection to each other, to community and a community's connection to land. That's not forgotten. Those fragments of history that elders carry today They'll never forget those events. And I think that's inspirational. You know, memory and story and history are all embedded together in this powerful experience. You know, for elders, that's important that, you know, the experiences that they have been through are acknowledged and, um, and heard. It's an important part of us as a nation being able to truth tell and being able to move forward. Yeah. And uh, in uh, creating Yoldea, you partnered with actually uh, someone that we know very well in an ITV radio, well, the group, the duo of Electric Fields uh, with uh, the very powerful and beautiful voice of uh, Zachariah Fielding. Uh, are they touring with you? or? I had a incredible creative team that I worked with in making this work, and it was really important that um, we had Anangul representation in the, the sonic score of the work and I've been talking to them since 2019 about the possibility of doing something together. We didn't know what it was, but when this work had been endorsed and we got permission to be able to tell it by the Yalata Aboriginal community and the Yalata Aboriginal board specifically, then we engaged with cultural consultants, Maureen Mima Smart, and with Clem Laurie, Learning Man, and um, they really collaborated and guided us to be able to tell this story. We went on to country, and Electric Fields came with us, Zachariah and Michael. We also had our other composer, Leon Rogers, who's a Waramai man. 
he came onto country with us and set designer and also um, costume designer, uh, set designed by Elizabeth Gadsby and costume designed by Jennifer Irwin. They both came onto country and we all went down to Aldea to Yalata and worked with community and community really um, shared with a story and took us to places and sites and we were able to do a lot of the research on country. And later on, we were able to bring the dancers uh, there for also a cultural immersion and to hear story from elders and visit sites on country. And I think having that really deep um, experience with community helped us to really ground the work and shape it and ensure that those stories and that energy and that distinctiveness of that place and that story is really embedded in the work. Um, you know, working with Zachariah and Michael, you know, we know that they're legendary, that they're iconic, and um, they just did the most beautiful um, uh, piece for the opening and also collaborate, collaborated with Leon on the final piece called All Dear Spirit. When you hear their piece of music, it's contemporary, but it also transports you to somewhere else. There's an energy in there. There's you know, language and there's just this representation of ancient and contemporary, but also done in a completely new, you know, in a new way. And I love that, you know, that they are always pushing the way that we create music and represent ourselves as Indigenous people. And I love that it's kind of, you know, you can't put it in a, in a box. It's, it's its own thing. And they're so true to their own way of storytelling themselves and we were able to collaborate and and um, and that they're an important part of the Yildia story. Yeah. And now that uh, you are around Nam, what are the key dates for people in Nam and uh, surrounding cities? Because you're not and only in Nam, you'll also go to regional centres like Bendigo. I encourage listeners to go to our Bangara website. We've got all the dates on there. You know, we've got, we're still to do Mianjin, we're going there next, and then we'll be in Nam and then to Bendigo. You know, it's just going to look sensational in the Playhouse at the Art Centre. We've got a community night, we've also got a school show there on matinee performances. We're all looking forward to bringing it here. I think it was like 1994 um, that I first came here and you know, it's so special to have that long relationship with the art centre and um, that tradition of bringing Bangara stories here to Nam and um, that engagement with community and uh, just look forward to coming back and bringing a new generation of young performers here and bringing this really special story of your dear here to be, um, to be shared. Francis Rings, Artistic Director, Bangara Dance Theatre. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us on NITV Radio today. Thank you. Great to chat.